She needed to go home, but she veered away from her turn. She didn't know what possessed her to take one more lap around Dragon Park and return to the tree. That was a lie. She knew exactly what drove her there. And though she didn't want to indulge the demon, she did it anyway. It had been years since they'd played the game. It was a childhood fancy, something silly. As teens, it had become the most singularly romantic thing that Aubrey could ever imagine. But once they were together, dating, engaged, married, there was no reason to continue. They had instant access to each other any time they liked. They didn't need to arrange illicit assignations. But after Josh went missing, the lover's oak called to her. It seemed fitting, since they were separated, that she resurrect their old method of communicating. When they were kids, the tree's hidden hole had probably once been the home of a squirrel or some birds. But when the city started spraying for mosquitoes, the tree had been vacated. She wrote him a letter and stashed it in the oak's trunk, in a little indentation that seemed made for their missives. For the first year, after the media shitstorm died down, after she went back to work, when she was trying to return to an even keel, she'd run to the tree every night, put her hand in the small hole, and feel for a new piece of paper. Hoping. Praying. There never was one. The crevice was always void of anything but the pages she'd laid there. Aubrey coped the only way she knew how. She wrote more letters. And more. But now she did it on the computer and clicked the send button when she was finished. She'd left Josh's email account open, hoping against hope that one day he'd see her notes and write back. Insanity is filled with wishful thoughts. Of course, she knew that was impossible. The blood at the house confirmed it. He'd been gravely injured the night he went missing. Injured enough that the DA tried his best to hang a murder charge on Aubrey's slender shoulders, based on the blood pool alone. The letters were her one link to the world in those first maddeningly scary months, especially the time she was incarcerated, before the trial, when she'd lost her temper and punched the investigating cop and they'd tossed her in county overnight. She'd mouthed off to the judge and he'd given her three more days to cool her heels while they decided whether to make things official. She couldn't sleep, not a wink. The jail's doctor had finally given her Ambien because they were afraid she was going to get psychotic without proper rest. She slept, the sleep of the dead. Every night for two months, they gave her the pills. When she got out, she couldn't sleep without them. She liked the deep oblivion of the pills. They kept her sane. Every night, she'd write until the pills washed her brain clean of thoughts, and sleep dragged her under. The letters didn't take a cohesive form. Some were long, rambling accounts of her moments, some short snippets. Some were angry, some full of longing. Some pleaded, some accused. But none were ever answered. As the days stretched into months, stretched into years, she continued the habit. Her therapist had suggested it as a way for her to cope, and Aubrey found the idea appealing. It made her feel and look weak, so she didn't tell anyone what she was doing. 
After a while, she realized she was using the letters to hold on to her sanity. Even during that time, the time she didn't like to remember, when she'd slipped, she kept writing. The letters became her lifeline, a way she could talk to Josh again. They added up, pages and pages and pages. She printed them out and kept them all in boxes, coded by year, one through five. There were hundreds. Details of her life without him, of what he was missing, of what she missed about him. She knew the words to all the communiques. One of her favorite pastimes was opening the boxes and reading through them. Sometimes it was a good exercise, a measurable gauge that she was moving on, getting by. Other readings would devastate her for days. She could conjure them in her mind as if she had the photocopies sitting in front of her,